what is up guys we are back again this is the static moments podcast and these are the static moments playing in the background as we do this thing called life i'm your host jake and today i'm joined by family it's my boy andamo What's yeah. up, bro? Hey, chilling, man. How, How you, you living out here, bro? I'm good, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. I was so happy right now. Yeah, this this is the one right here, guys. This is the one that I've been waiting on for a minute. Uh just because off the strength, like to be honest, a lot of uh the first season has came from con- connections with you, you know? Shit. Like just <laughs> off of just off of one cookout. Yeah. A lot of this was birthed, you know. Um I seen a vision from the jump and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute. I got to like capitalize. We all got to be in on this, you yeah. know." Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. But so my guy and Damo here, if you didn't know, one of the hottest out right now doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh unheard of, but that's for just right now, but yeah. uh rapper. Hey. So uh how long you been spinning for, bro? I've uh, been spitting for a long time, man. Forever, yeah, for real, for real. On some, on some real shit. I've been spitting since like, uh, yeah, forever, bro. Like middle school. Middle school. Yeah, middle school type stuff. We used to just freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Do all that stuff. But I was a class clown, so I used to freestyle like about t-shirts and all that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get in trouble, and then it just bloomed into like it's a long, it's a it's a long rabbit hole. Bloomed from that to just like having fun, to kicking it, to going to college. I had two homies who rapped too, and they was pretty good. And that was around the time that like Cole dropped his first album, mm. Kendrick and them. They was bubbling on the mixtapes. There we you know go. What I'm saying? So like we was heavy on the in the in the underground and crate digging like we were talking before. Mm-hmm. It was like we was heavy on that. So they was rapping, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be y'all manager. So I started managing them, and then it kind of bloomed in some more stuff. Where like they kind of fell off, and you know life hit them kind of shit. We still cool to this day. And then I started, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go. I'm going to just take it and run with it. I'm going to run with it. Right. And I was doing my thing in Carolina for a while, mm-hmm. in Wilmington. Then I moved up here because I, like, low-key made a little name for myself down in the city of Wilmington, North Carolina. It's a small little city. And then I got cocky. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to the city. <laughs> so I moved up here. My dumb ass came up here with no money, whatever. That's wild, bro. Yeah. That's wild. So so uh, wh- where'd you go to college at? East Carolina. East Carolina. East Carolina University. Yeah. All right. Hey, Pirate Okay, life, the Pirates. Yeah, yeah, that purple and yellow, right? Yeah, purple and gold. Yeah. Purple, purple and gold. gold. Purple and gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't even know, bro. I didn't, your boy didn't go to school, even though I'm wearing a Towson shirt. Shout out Brooks Warren. <laughs> but uh, your boy didn't go to college. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, Carolina is a beautiful state, man. Beautiful mm-hmm. state. And where are you from exactly, like, when you was growing up? Uh, I'm from Fayetteville. Fayetteville, man. Fayetteville North Carolina. Okay, bro. the Ville, bro. Yeah, the Ville, Fayetteville. Hey, two six, and you already know what it is. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a very notorious place right there in North Carolina. You know Everybody know about Fayetteville. Lord knows. So J Cole was a huge inspiration, right? He was, man. Oh, like it's and that's crazy too, because everybody know about Fayetteville because of Cole. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they know they get like a little glimpse of what Fayetteville is like, and um, it's crazy because growing up we didn't know who he was, but like they used to play him at the barbershop. Like the we went to the same barbershop and shit. Cause Favor's not that big either. Went to the same barbershop and they play Cole. And then like went off to school and my homie hit me. He was like, "Bro, you heard about Jay Z put this dude on the on the mixtape from Favorville? He's like, "What? Who's on the album from Favor? Like, hold on, what? Who is this nigga?" And we was like, "Oh, that's that's that nigga." Yeah, <laughs> you know bro. It really is Dreamville, huh? Yo, it's crazy. It that's a good name for it too. You know what I'm saying? But I always wonder, like, you know. Sometimes you hear about like artists, um, and it seems like the last place that they pop is like in their city, you know. And mm-hmm. I always wondered about him specifically, but it felt like he was more like the city was was with him a little bit earlier. 
You know what um, I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think they was, but on the low, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like bigger cities, like you said, it, it's the city is the last place for them to pop. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's a hater. You got everybody doing another thing. Everybody got their own niches or whatever. But Favor, you didn't have one. So, you know, I feel like yeah, everybody yeah. rallied you gotta, behind You got to champion that guy. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Kentucky, like, Kentucky's like that. Tennessee's like that. You know what okay. I mean? Like, it's there's not a whole lot going on. So, when somebody has something going, you know, typically you try to jump you try on. To but, push on. you know, you know, every now I and mean, then you somebody slide through the cracks on you. Yeah. <laughs> pause. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, pause, pause. <laughs> All right, but no, that's real because then I think that breeds um, kind of like my little thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like it breeds not being a, a hater. You can't be a hater. You know what I'm saying? Haters don't hustle. So you got to push that one person so y'all can come up. But he just did that shit on his own, cold. You know yeah. Yeah. So. So, but but back to you though. I mean, so like your um, one of your monikers, one of the taglines that you kind of fall under all the time is like, "All skills, no clout," right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I knowing knowing you a little bit and knowing kind of like who you kind of came up on and who you really looked at as inf- influential. Yeah. Um, what do you think that's where it came from? Like, it was like an outside influence where you're like, "No, nah, I don't, I don't really care about the cameras and the glamour and all this <laughs> shit," or like, what caused that? The all okay, that's. Just- that's a good question. I didn't think about it. That's a good question. Like, all skills, no clout. Is, yeah, basically, like, yeah, I really didn't care about all the cameras and shit. Yeah, you like, was like, I, fuck I, it. I was like, yo, fuck but if you try me, like, on some pride shit or whatever, on some love of the sport, love of the craft, I can hold my own. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like I'll walk into the room. I was, I was used to being behind the camera. And I'll walk into a room, and I'll be filming people, rappers. Everybody said they rap, you know, filming them. And then, like, on some freestyle shit, like, we in the free in the room freestyle, and I'm filming freestyles or whatever, but when they pass it to me, you best believe I'm going to show up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going yeah. to be there. And I've seen that in person. We you know that. that. <laughs> we know that. Hey, you yeah. see that? Yeah, you know we, yeah I've seen that at the cookout briefly. You yeah, got in. You, you, was, you was hosting. You was being the host, you know? Yeah. And everybody was going off. But, you know, when you came in, you did your thing. Well, yeah, you know, you nobody going to just show you up. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's what it is. It comes from, from that. Um, right. Even just being from the Cole era, the Kendrick era, you know what I'm saying? Or highly influenced by the second go age, golden age, you know mm, what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, you just got to show up. So, like, with that, I started doing my whole my whole videos, you know. So, I started out shooting videos for for my homies that I was right. managing and stuff. Um, and then I'll go with them or whatever to do to shows and stuff, and I have a camera. Right. And then you got to show up. You got to do your thing. So... With that, I start shooting my own videos and stuff. And we all know how Instagram is. Like, Instagram's a hard thing to navigate. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about earlier. Shout out to you for, you know what I'm saying, for building this platform. For yeah, absolutely. Because, you know absolutely, yeah. Y'all got to be grateful because it's a lot of work to do this Instagram shit. And I'm a little bit later uh, in the – like, Instagram started when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take it serious. Like, monetization for YouTube, all that shit started, like, what five years ago? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't popping. <laughs> no, it was not, not popping. So I wasn't even trying to build no cloud. I was just trying to be the best I can be, and like the right people will find it. So that's mm-hmm. where the the all skills come from. And then yeah, I just don't have no cloud right now. I'm still trying to build a fan base and trying to trying to get real people that fuck with me to like fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. And you know, for me, it's like, um, 
when talking about this whole thing, it's like, I, I want to build this from within, you know, I don't want to, it's, it's, it's kind of easy nowadays. If you, if you got a little, you know, couple, like two stacks and you want to, you want to promote your stuff, you want to pay somebody, you want to do this, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it, you can get eyes on it, but it's not really going to last. It's not people who really, it's not, I, I don't want to say that people don't matter, but it's not mm-hmm. the people that really matter in this culture, like yeah. in hip hop, mm-hmm. um, just in that like music nerd kind of way, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so for me, I would rather have built a fan base to start out of like people that I just genuinely fuck with. Yeah. And then they're going to tell a guy that they fuck with and yeah. then they're going to tell. And so it just snows ball, snowballs rather, mm-hmm. you know, it's just easier that way. Yeah. Um, but it takes a minute. So that patience is so required, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like being from down South, like you and I both, it's, it kind of cuts you a certain way where you're like, I can do that patience. Like yeah, I can, I can yeah. do the slow grind. I can yeah. do the come up. You know. Yeah, because everything is slower down there. Exactly. That's why we all moved to the city anyway. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like we come up here. Um, the, I definitely chose the DMV, and I love it. It's home to me now. Okay. Um, which I know a lot of people. How do you feel about that? Like, has it been a weird adjustment for you? Like here in the DMV? Yeah. It has, but it hasn't. Um, coming like you said, coming from down south, I. Like I, I, there wasn't much we we can mess with, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like we didn't have open mics. We had like one open mic type thing, right. you know what I'm saying? We didn't have open mics on every corner. We didn't have like big radio stations, mm-hmm. big like we didn't have access to big names and 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 big uh, what's the word? Entities mm-hmm. or, or big people that you could even just meet at a at a bar. We didn't have that, so move up here and come here. And and I love DMV, but I feel like. Big, if you were raised in a big city, where it be L.A., New York, whatever, if you were raised there, sometimes you may take it for granted. Oh, God, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your access to just culture <laughs> around every corner, bro. It's crazy. Like, And that's, for me, I just feel like I'm constantly feeding my soul with stuff here. Like, mm-hmm. you now, if, you, if you're lazy and you don't get up out of the house, you don't go and do stuff or meet people, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, I mean, you could feel like you're lost in this big sea of people. But, like, mm-hmm. for me, I just... Even just down to food, like cuisine and stuff, you know, because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a fat yeah, kid at heart. I'll always same. be a fat kid. Hey, look, same. Yeah, yeah. The food, but like, boy, bro, for real, different. like, come on now. You think I'm gonna in East Tennessee? You think I'm gonna be eating like West West African food? Yeah, no. hell no. Yeah, but you bro, you here, give me man. some oxtail right now and see what I do with What's it. Up? Show you me, show me, bro. Uh, so yeah. yeah, no, it's just crazy. It's just crazy how like. You know, I always tell people the South is a great place to be from. Mm-hmm. It's not always the greatest place to be though. To be in, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. No, nah, what you on that? Because what we got, Bojangles, Hardee's. Ooh, but Hardee's mo- slaps, though. <laughs> Them Hardee's chicken biscuits in the morning. I can't, nah, nah, I can't get with Hardee's, dog. Really? Nah, Hardee's, look, okay, I had a homie work at Hardee's. Oh, no. And he used to tell me, like, uh, they had this some some lady who was, like, dirty making the biscuits. Shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh bro. Yeah, yeah, That'll but, ruin your whole experience. Yo, I was it? like, fuck it. I, I then, got restaurants in my head like that, too, where yeah. I knew people, and I'm like, uh-uh, I can't go. Yeah, can't fade. Yeah, Wendy's yeah. is a big one for me. Wendy's? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I done read too many stories about Wendy's, bro. Oh, man. No, I don't want bacon, Junior bacon cheeseburger, bro. <laughs> four for four. I, four for four. I'll take that every day, dog. There you go. Yeah. Maybe that's the four for four Jay-Z was talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about four, it. Four for four. He should He's trying to fatten us up, you know? Yo. Yeah. That would have been a good move, but. <laughs> no, yeah. but, um, yeah, so, so, and it's funny, you know, you talk about, like, not having the access and the kind of, like, the the conduits for the creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I can still, I can tell you right now, Electric 94.9, East Tennessee, okay. shout okay. out. Mm-hmm. Star 102.1, shout hey. out. Hey. That was it. 
That's it. That was it for me, bro. Okay, I okay. had those two stations uh-huh. and um, any movie that I could find, right? So, like, okay. I'd have to go back and watch Juice or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, Because um, yeah. internet Poetic Justice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you could sometimes, like, later on, I could hit up, like, LimeWire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is virus central. <laughs> you got viruses. You got. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Like, like AOL. Okay. Um, I remember Brian McKnight doing like AOL, like unplugged sessions and oh, shit. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm telling you, I had to really work Dude, my ass yeah. off to find this shit. Yeah. It was crazy. But that, like, that's what it, that gives you a different layer of uh, love and passion, bro, and give me a uh, different layer of respect for you. Cause, hey, like, for for real, bro. You know yeah. Like, if you love it, you go find it. Yeah. 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 So like who who were some of those um early like artists that you remember that were maybe always played in your home or that you that you latched onto that you found or discovered like okay. who were the ones for you? Okay. Um so in the crib I'm I'm Caribbean, my family's Caribbean uh from the Virgin Islands in Trinidad, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So we we came up uh, on a lot of reggae, a lot of like dancehall, mm. shaba, uh Bob Marley huge, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Off of like cultural shit, like yeah. like it, it wasn't until later on that I found out that everybody liked Bob Marley type shit. You know what I'm saying? Off the music, off the, yeah. yeah. But it was really, for you, it was like, this is my people. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like if, if mm-hmm. we in the car, Pops was playing. Like, I know so many cuts that niggas ain't heard before. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so many cuts. I believe that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'll put you on. But, like, so a lot of, I think that's where it started. It was, mm-hmm. like, my underground search. It was, like, dang, y'all know uh, fucking I Shot the Sheriff, but do you know Misty Morning? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, uh, is this love, but do you know uh, fucking Ride Nazi Ride? You know what I'm saying? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that one, but I did not know Misty Morning. Okay, Misty Morning. So yo, I'm going to have to, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so there was Bob Marley and all that shit. My family military, so we moved to Hawaii. You know, started getting into, like, there was my mom's early days. Like, she was playing a lot of techno stuff. You know what okay. I'm saying? We used to listen to Selena before Selena died, um, along with the reggae stuff. And then... Like, so it started, like, from maybe one, from age, like, one to five. It was just diverse like that. And then we moved to Hawaii on some military shit, and our neighbors across the street was, like, from Chicago. So they was bumping that, that real shit. <laughs> and I remember the, the girl across the street had a, a Tupac album, the okay. All Eyes On Me yeah. album. Like, the the real the real thing. Look, the yeah, hard thing. Yep, yep. And uh, we went to her dad's birthday, and they played California Love, and I fell in love with that shit. I was like, what the, oh, this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? The... The uh the vocoder, the talk box and all that shit? Yes, bro. So I stole her C D as like a six year old mm-hmm. and then we moved to Fayetteville from Hawaii. So I took her shit and then like military, my dad had to leave. Like I took her shit. I don't know how I got it. Maybe she left it at the house or something. Mm-hmm. She was older. She was cool with my sister. And then um we just listening to that shit. Like flew from there to to Fayetteville, North Carolina when I was like six in nineteen ninety six. Okay. And he would say we flew there. Ooh, that's a that's a bad year. They took him from us. They took him from us, but it was a good year because like Space Jam. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah. What I'm I mean, it was a weird. It was a weird because Montel Jordan had the number one. That was. Uh, that was. This is how we do it. Yeah. Was okay. was number one, I think, in the country at that point. Okay. Yeah. See, so that's times, the whole vibe. If yeah. you're watching this and you know that song, that's what that year would have felt like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I was born in '95. <laughs> you were born. I, yeah, I was born in '95. Shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is how we do it. Yeah, that's that time. Space Jam, Pac, this is how we do it. Who else? Uh, like, all kind of stuff. Like, like shit was just popping. So Millie Vanilli? Was it in 96? No, nah, they was early. They was, was like, it? Yeah, they was like 91, I think. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, shit was popping. So, yeah. 
for for Fayetteville, we in Fayetteville. Let me know if I'm talking too much. Mm-mm. I'm saying we in Fayetteville. From age six to ten, my parents got divorced. They got divorced okay. when I was like seven or eight, so like a year after we moved over to Fayetteville. Then we so we went from like living with my pop, who's like a military captain. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a, a good sized house. We we good. We live around the military people and shit. To across town in this two bedroom apartment with me, like four of us in a two bedroom. My mom, my sister shared a room, and then me and my brother shared a room. But we was real little and shit. Trying to figure it out, we was broke. My mom, you know, grinding. Fucking um, my sister. So like after that, from ten years old. Sorry, sorry for talking so much. After all that shit. That's why we're here. Yeah, right here, yeah, right. That's the whole reason we're here, bro. Yeah, right. True, true, true. So moving from there to Fayetteville, like then I then I start, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, going into music even deeper because when we in favor, favor is like a hood spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they play DMX, Rough Riders, like you know, saying Rough Riders coming up, fucking Ja Rule, Outkast '96, Aquemini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Aquemini. Yeah, '98. One of them. One of it, them. W- it was around that era. It was yeah. definitely within that couple years. You know what I'm saying? So the influence of music just started like pouring in. But I was always like, I always fought with Pac Heavy. So at ten years old, I knew every word to "All Eyes on Me," the double album. Every word, I know every word to to this day. Right, ten years old, from six to ten, that was like the main thing I was listening to. Then my sister told me one day, she's like, "Yo, you knew he died," and I'm a kid. I was like six years old. You know, I didn't know it. I was like, "What? What you mean?" She's like, "No, nah, he died. He died like a long time ago." And I was like, "Oh wow!" And then I learned. And I started digging even deeper. I was like, "Like fuck, he's dead," but like I know every word. Right. So that's when Pac became the GOAT. So I'm still listening to, to that album. And then my, got up with my uncle. He had some albums and shit. Then boom, internet dropped. Like 2004, mm. 2005 yeah. type shit. Yeah. So I'm 10 years old in 2001. Like I was 10. I turned mm-hmm. 10. So from 2001 to 2004, you know, 2004, like YouTube came out. Yeah. So we was on LimeWire and shit. It was on all that stuff, mm-hmm. digging, putting viruses on computers, uh, learning more about Pac, learning more about music. And then YouTube went crazy. And the first people I, I, I went and searched on YouTube was, like, Michael Jordan, because I fought with Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson, because uh, he was the greatest. It wasn't Soldier Boy. No. Oh, man, <laughs> Shout out Soldier. <laughs> Shout out Young Soldier. I had Soulja. to do that. My bad. You know what Soldier came. Soldier was the fourth He was one. somewhere later. You know what I don't know, know, like, 07, hey, 08, you know. Superman at home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So, and I forgot, yeah, so Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, and Pac. I mm-hmm. went back and found Pop. I just searched all their catalogs. And um, I forgot to mention Michael, Michael Jackson was a big one, too. Yeah. Yeah, growing up. Um, just because he's the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, there's stories of MJ just, like, walking out on stage and people just dropping. Yeah. Like, him not even saying anything, just people just <laughs> dropping. And, you know, it's like, you know, we nowadays we, we have, like, this – there's cameras and all this stuff in their face at all times. Everybody in their phone has like their own little branding tool. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're kind of desensitized to stuff. And sometimes we forget like, yo, there were some people that just were on another level with fame that we will yeah. probably never see again. Michael Jackson is one of yeah, them. Yeah. Mike Tyson is another one, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. nobody. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if you was a, if your name was Michael in the nineties, you was like that, He was like that. Michael Myers was even doing Michael his Myers, thing. H2O and shit, you know, <laughs> Halloween coming around the corner. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, it's, it's crazy, you know, um, the, yeah, like being in the South though, like for me, Petey Pablo was going okay. off okay. when I was like, when I was young, Petey Pablo, 
Um, Outcast was always, you know, they was always, always doing, doing their shit. Doing their yeah. shit. Um, and then just hearing some of that gritty, like, Southern stuff made me feel like, yo, it's relatable, but, like, what is other sounds of other cities? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, did you ever, were, did you kind of do that, too, where I know with Pac 2 with me, it was like, yo, this is what the West Coast sounds like? Like, yeah. this is what California, It's that's what I thought California, like, sounded like. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Um. Did you draw those same correlations, or were you kind of yeah, always yeah. all over? Yeah. Yeah, same, same like. Like you said, like you, yeah, you search in different cities, but you mm-hmm. thought that's what the West Coast sound like and shit. Yeah, because of fucking with Pac, that's why Snoop, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then fucking all these other shits, and then you find out about the beef, then you like looking at New York. Yep, and you got Diddy over here dancing. You got fucking just I don't know. What I <laughs> you know what I'm that was a weird moment in time, y'all. If you wasn't around <laughs> to like the the early that 2003-04, you had Jagged Edge going nuts. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Diddy. I don't know what he thought. He, he was kind of rapping, kind of mm. dancing. I don't know. It was a weird little. Yeah. He was, he was being Diddy. He was yeah, being Diddy, you yeah, know. Right. Um, but I think at that point, he was like, he might have even been Puffy. It was like yeah, the Puffy era, puffy, you know. Yeah, He's puffy. been through many eras. Sean Combs. Brother Love. <laughs> yeah, Brother yeah. Love. yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, it's fun to look back. And I think it's crazy, too, because, you know, for me, music has such a nostalgia kind of driven. Um, kind of relatability that mm-hmm. there's just certain people you could never top for me. Pac is my goat okay. no matter what. Okay. Um, but there's also other artists that like I associate with memories mm-hmm. and I feel like no matter what, you can't tell me X, Y, and Z is better than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if, even if they might've been like uh, B- Memphis bleak, like people really sleep they on sleep Memphis on, bleak, bro, they sleep on Memphis. But I mean, he had the the Jay Z like whole I'm effect where it was like he was the little like brother. So yeah, yeah, there you go. He said he was the little brother. Yeah, he was he was like the the Jay Z's little brother kind of kind of yeah. like persona. So it's hard to pass that up, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, even moving to DMV, like when I first got here, it was like Shy Glizzy was popping. Okay. Like off the like the and I got a white girl. She's obviously that's what Legend Legend Three or something like that. That was um Young Hefe, the first one. Hefe, okay, okay, okay. I'm sure. Um. So, like, when I think about the DMV, I associate my, you know, that time with a certain sound, you know what I yeah, mean, in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, where do you where do you think about where it's at right now, you know? Because I feel like music is so... It's weird. I know. It's like day-to-day. I, it's like almost like I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Some days I don't. Music in general? Like about- a lot of hip-hop, you know what I mean? It's like you really got to really search hard. Yo, okay, I'll give you that. So, like, I don't agree with that. Because you don't? No, no, no. Because I feel like, I don't know how your, your search thing is, but, like, I'd be certain. We we talked about it. We yeah, crate yeah, yeah. diggers, you know what I'm saying? Respect to you, you crate digger. I'm yeah, a crate yeah, digger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, now it's not crazy, it's internet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we dig. So, in doing that digging, more and more people pop up every day. I'm finding new people all mm-hmm. the time. And um, I think if it depends on your... your uh, Methods. Yeah, your methods and then what you're looking for. Like, if... I got like if you if you looking for the mainstream stuff, that's all you gonna hear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're just gonna hear the Drakes, the Coles, Meek, whatever, who's on top. But if you looking for the dudes who's bubbling, who's coming up, you can find some gold gold shit. And I think music is coming back. I think after the pandemic, like twenty twenty we sat down, everybody was excited, everybody was eager to come back and like do shows drop music because you drop music to go do your your tour right yeah so started cold drop mm-hmm. fucking drake drop 
Uh, who else? Everybody. Thug dropped Dom twice. Ke- Thug dropped twice. Dom Kennedy dropped. Baby mm-hmm. dropped. The baby. Yep. Fucking West Side Boogie about to drop. Goddamn. Cremo just dropped. Or Max, uh, Max, Max Cream just Max dropped. Cream. Rather. Um, like it's just crazy. Everybody bouncing back. So mm-hmm. like, if you on them on them lower tier dudes, not to no knock to that. It's tiers. You know what I'm saying? If you just looking at top tier, where you like Drake drop, fucking Baby Keem drop because it got Kendrick on it, and mm-hmm. Cole drop, then that's all you gonna hear. And then you that's gonna, facts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's all you gonna hear. And then the people trying to be like them. That's facts. My thing though is it gets it gets tough because like, you know, I feel like because we're so. Um, Everything is so tangible mm-hmm. that you hear a lot of almost like copycats, and yeah. I don't think that people do it on uh, like intentionally. I really don't. I mm-hmm. think I think subconsciously you get in the booth and you hear certain things because you are subjected to it all day. Yeah. You know, which brings me to my next thing. Like when you record, mm-hmm. do you kind of shut out music or try to just focus on what you're doing, or do are you able to make that that divide easier in your mind where you're still doing Andamo, mm-hmm. but you could still turn up and listen to whatever you want to listen to? Yeah. Oh, I mean, luckily, man, I've been blessed enough to be able to make the divide. Cool. And I, you know, I think it comes from what we're talking about, where we, we know where it shit de- derives from. Right. So, like, I like I can listen to the stuff now. Like, you show me. Shout out to my nigga Jake. He showed me a pop pop smoke song earlier that led to like a rabbit hole of other shit. That yeah, and y'all today. gonna find out about it too. And I'm excited for it. You know, say join join this. the Patreon because it's coming. Yeah, you know, yep. it's coming. Yep. And this is like some shit. But like going back to that, right? You know where that came from. Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to it, you're like, oh shit, this is gonna remind me of that, and that might change your whole creative process. It does. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what makes it easy for me to to stay in, in my bag mm-hmm. and still try to figure out my voice right um as an individual versus uh just copying what might be mainstream nowadays right. because i know that each wave only lasts for so long you know what i mean so you you want to be ahead of it you don't want to be doing the same wave you want to you know what I'm saying, be ahead of the wave you want to stay right. in, the, in your lane in the middle and watch the trends and see how they move and um you know touch it here and there touch it here and there yeah but, uh, don't yeah, I feel like there's some artists too where they move a little bit too quick almost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Travis Scott was a little bit too quick mm-hmm. on some waves, you know? And then okay. like Rodeo dropped and people freaked out, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it was the first time we had heard anything like that, you know? And you go back to like even like Nightcrawler, 90210, you know, those, some of those tracks it's like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then now in 2021, almost 2022, it seemed like Everybody cousin sounds a little bit like him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, they might Straight not, up. you know, but it's just, it's weird, you know? Yeah. And so now, and now you listen to Travis Scott and it almost feels like he's doing a bad Travis Scott yeah, impression doing, because some of these guys, of exactly. Some of these yeah. guys got the chance to like see him, mm-hmm. hear what he does and then get in the booth. And then they're like, yo, yeah. but he didn't know that you could do these things. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they do it a little bit like Don Tolliver. I yeah. fuck with Don Tolliver so heavy, yeah, he tore, but he I tore. feel like he did Travis Scott. He mixed it with his stuff, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. but he is like a, uh, to me, he's a better version of Travis. Travis and I'm not, yeah, no, yeah. no hate on Travis. They're both very talented, but, yeah. but that's what, that's what it goes you to. Know? Whereas like, and the question is, I mean, Travis going to get his flowers for sure. Yeah. But the reason you listen to Travis is because he's the pioneer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. people ask me all the time, like, uh, why, why listen to future? Cause he's, uh, he does the same shit. You know what I'm saying? He does the same shit every time and everybody's trying to be future. like future. I love future. And it's because he's the fucking goat. 
You know what I'm saying? He is, bro. He's the goat, and we he was, set the bar. I was up there. talking to the good. barber about this yesterday, yeah, look, bro. Look, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The CD, the CD the disc C- ROM, oh, the compact the- disc. <laughs> um, no, but listen, Future yeah. is one of the goats to me. And yesterday, I was getting my hair cut. I was like, "Yo, listen, I go back to to Hendrix all the time. Okay. Solo, bro." Yeah. Can't tell me shit. I listen, I turn that up on the way to work. Uh-huh. It puts me in a whole nother mindset. Yeah. Like solo, dirty sprite too. I mean, every project he has nights. Yes. Every pro- throwaway off of Monster, bro. Like uh-huh. it's okay, okay, okay. It's gonna be okay. No, I gotta or, go back. New, I gotta go check it. I got a track for you. Okay. Off of um the purple rain joint, right? Okay. It's called News or Something. Oh my god. He knows, he knows. Um But it's crazy, bro. It's just it's funny to be able to go back and like listen to uh certain things and catch that vibe of like what they started. You know, Mm -hmm. even that Pluto era with future, like he came in so hot off of everything and everybody was like, Whoa, what the fuck Mm -hmm. is all this? And it just shook everything up. It shook music up. Um, Kanye with 808s, like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's arguably, it's one of the most influential albums of the modern era of music, you yeah, know, like, yeah, um, but yeah, bro. So, so wait, going back to future, can I add something? Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the future correlation. Right. And go, I'm sure you could appreciate this as mm-hmm. a, as a correlation. Future is what, who, um, the dungeon family, little cousin, bro. Future's cousins, he is? yeah. Future's cousins is the dudes who made all the beats for Outkast. And bro, wait yeah, a minute, what? Future's big cousins. Future used to be that, in the dungeon with them, bro. That as is a, wild, as a kid, bro. Yeah, look it up. That's I didn't know shit. this. Yeah. <laughs> See, crazy. it's crazy what what we don't know about artists. Mm-hmm. What they try to like, it's it's not keep that they the try to keep. <laughs> they just want to keep it on the low for themselves. Yeah, but like he'll tell. He's like he trapping with his grandma. Mm-hmm. Hey. But you gonna, <laughs> how you gonna skip over that part, bro? That's kind of right? a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Damn, yeah, damn, thing, bro. bro. It's a crazy, it's a crazy web of intertwined shit, man. And it that, makes sense that, too, yeah. Because it, it, uh, only a guy that you know you could tell it's in his blood to be that um, unique and that creative. Because like yeah, to come to come with it so hard the way that just he is. Yeah, there's very few people. It's it's people get nervous about being themselves now. That's you know? my, I think that's my problem. I'm a shy dude. Like, mm-hmm. just being in front of this camera, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of weird to me. Like, I'm getting better at it, you know? Yeah. But, like, I've always been the guy that's like, if we talk, we talk. Like, even, you know, I, I went over. So, shout out to Andamo. We did um, the Smoke and Mirrors music video. Yeah, he had he had right. a bunch of people there, a gang of people. I was yeah. I was there. Hey. I was super awkward, bro. I was quiet. Just because <laughs> I'm a, just, like, I'm, like, I'm not a, yeah, I'm just a quiet guy, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you got to come out of that shell and to be yourself in this day and age is like you got to force yourself like sometimes, you know, yeah. but it's it's for the better of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's just because, I mean, with the, the social media area, bro, it feel like so much. somebody judging you all the time. It's, it's so like, much. Like, leave me alone, man. Yeah, just leave bro. me the fuck alone. Let me do what I do. Yeah. That's, that's what killed me. So uh, top five. Oh, shit. Dead or alive? It could be dead or alive, and and here's the thing: I'm not saying like top five best. I'm saying your top five. You know Mine's what I mean? Top five. Okay, and then that's a good question. We gotta break it down further. We gotta break it down. We're going hip hop. 
We going no, it's got to be just hip hop because just hip hop. If we get into the any like because Shaw Day is in my top five. If we're okay, doing yeah, that. See, and yeah, I, yeah, and hell that yeah. Just can't even. We can't do that right okay, now. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we'd be here for hours, yeah. bro. No, I fuck with that. Yeah. I, I want to know more about this Shaw Day. Yeah, bro. Like, Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So top five hip hop would be Pac for show. Zan the, the homie Pac number one. Not not even no order. It, it varies, right? So you got Pac. Jay, Jay, Jay's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cole for the influence. He's crazy. K Dot, because he's K Dot. And number five, oh man. I just, number five is, I got to leave it open because it's interchangeable. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if, if I, I need I a sub, you that. know what I'm saying? It could be an M. Yeah. It could be a. Oh, I can't do the M. You can't do the M? I can't do it. Nah, bro. An M before 2000. Hey, I, no, I feel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. The old, old M was, yeah. was definitely better. Was definitely yeah. better. But. Infinite M. My thing, bro, we, we had this conversation with somebody, and this is no hate, but mm-hmm. I was telling somebody, I was like, yo, the reason I can't put Eminem above, even in my top 10, because there's too many damn people nowadays, there's a lot. bro. There's too many. Um, He's not even in there for me. Is like I never felt like I needed personally to mm-hmm. hear something he said. Oh, wow. You know what You're I'm a lucky person then. You're a real like, lucky person. Bro, like, I never heard a line and was like, yo, I needed to hear that right now. Oh, yeah. It's always the opposite. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to go kill some people type shit. It's now, now like feel... I, I can understand, but I can't like turn no, that on if no, we no, vibing man. in the car on the way to the to the cookout or something. I can't. No, nah, you know what M is? And I can I, you mind if I play you? Yeah, no, go okay. ahead. Keep, keep, keep rolling, though. I'm going to play you this shit. Yeah, yeah. A uh, million dollars, bro, by Eminem. I used to, it's not for the cookout. It's for I hate work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's what I have. Look, I ain't trying to get you flagged, but he's like, I'm tired of wearing the same damn Nike Air hat. I'm tired of working a job that don't look. Let me see if I can. Come back around, swearing the day was down. Life. What is life? life? I'm tired of life. Okay. Yeah, I can fuck with it. I, I go back and listen to it. You know? Yeah. But for so for me, my five, I got to go okay. Pac, J. Mm-hmm. I gotta go DMX. Okay. I gotta go. This is where it starts to get tough right here, bro. It seems like you like Ja Rule, bro. No, no. I don't know. Ja, ja was like that, but I don't know if yeah. I can put him on five, though. Okay. Um, I might have to go three stacks. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. And, and Wayne. And Wayne. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna add Wayne to my fifth. Yeah. Bro. Wayne automatically got five, bro. What's what's your favorite Carter album? Carter album, three for sure. Carter, a three. lot of people say that. Carter three. I got two, bro. Carter two. Oh, but Carter two was hard. That's they with, were all hard. With, uh, He's never put out a BMJR? bad Carter album. Is that B Birdman Jr. BMJR? That's the one that had um, Hustler music receipts. Yeah, yeah Carter two. Yo, Carter two keep, is hard. Hold on to my receipts. <laughs> Yo, Wayne. that's how I be feeling a lot. See, that's my drive to work shit. Hold on to my receipts. Yeah. Like, I gotta. <laughs> hey, no, that nigga Wayne, bro. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to determine because then you got all the mixtapes, and that's that's what the like. I don't want to say the youngins, but like the 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 music now don't even respect the mixtapes, man. If you go back and listen to a Wayne mixtape, bro, like the droughts and shit, that nigga will shit on everything now. It's crazy. Yeah, he yeah he was going he was snapping on everything. He was going crazy on everything. I'm probably in the ocean flying with the pigeons. I'm probably in the sky swimming <laughs> with the fishes. What is that? I was like, yo. Bro, he, I mean, 
it just it's yeah it is it's very different you know even even the the jay-z the the volume one two and three you know like people people act like them albums didn't exist or that they were oh, something bro. bro what those are the best Go, ones <laughs> like, yo. like what are y'all yo. yes i understand the blueprint reasonable doubt like everybody knows them and what they talk about them so mm-hmm. people latch on to shit it's great but yeah. Yo, like you gotta go into because sometimes those modes for the artists when they're on that like trilogy shit, it's mm-hmm. the, it's about the collective. So you gotta mm-hmm. listen for what they're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. they're trying to build something up. You know what I mean? You just gave me insight because that's that's how I feel like I'm kind of on like with the all skills no clout and all mm-hmm. that shit coming. Like I'm trying to build my my story. I'm trying to let you right. know my story, but I feel like nowadays with the music, it's it's too quick. Mm-hmm. They like you hear you listen to an album for a week, like, right? I don't know about you. I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm the same way. I'll play an album three times. Like, that was a good album. If it get me, if it stick with me, I'll stick with it. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel bad that like you spent two years making this and I only listened to it for four or five days. Yeah, but and then the thing too to play devil's advocate is like there's so much music coming out. I think when uh, shout out who's Los when he was here. Mm-hmm. He was saying that it would take you one year to listen to all the music that is released in one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, so when you think about that, if I really fuck with your album, mm. but I know that like around the corner there's another album, if I'm not paying attention, if my ear's not to that, yeah. then I'm going to miss it. Yeah, 100%. And then it's going to get pushed even further back for me hearing it. So mm-hmm. people have to move on because that's what they're told to do and that's what we're they're they're being pushed that you know um so that's why like having a fan base building that supporting people who are your people next to you is so important so that you can constantly hear what's what they're saying you know you don't want those words to just fall on dead ears right so and that's um, a shout out to you bro for like even supporting yeah like as as the artist side right like i'm i record i write record mix all that shit shoot my own videos edit all that shit by myself bro it's like the north carolina russ yeah right. Just not, just not, <laughs> just not, not like the whole industry hey. plant like kind of, kind of gossip. I don't know if that's even true. I don't know. I'd yeah. love to know what, what's up with that. Yeah, um, because I mean the product sounds good. A lot of it, good. some of it, but, but that, that's the hard part too. It's like I, I know what he did, what he did, but now that he told everybody what he did, that's what everybody's trying to do. Mm. So yeah, now it's like, fuck, it now, like you, now you got. They don't got it like that. Nah. Like I could, bro. Other day I made six songs. At night, like what Sunday night six, May six, recorded six. Just gotta go back and put them back down. So like I'm so quick, that's I just can't get them out as as quick as I want to. That's wild. It's problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and that's and that was a that's a very Pac thing too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Pac was always um, you know, I think about it. So I'm 26. Pac died at 26. So 25. 25 yeah, 25, 25. 25. My bad. Yeah. So you think about it, and it's wild because imagine that everything that you've heard from Tupac, imagine that someone my age, a a year younger than me had already done, like recorded all that. And him telling people like telling people in the studio, like, yo, we got to hurry up. I'm not going to be here very long. Yeah. That's wild. Made seven movies, bro. That's wild. That's a lot. So he's recording movies, Mm -hmm. getting into, I mean, it's still living his life too. Like Mm -hmm. going to Mike Tyson fights. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's, he was with Kadada Jones. Yeah. Dude, just Baby. look up the name Quincy Jones. Baby. Just like, come on now, Kadada Jones. Though it's just wild. Like we, but like he was with that, and then not only that, how many was it? How you say posthumous? Humonous? Posthumous? Post, yeah, yeah. Albums he got, so he had all yeah. those number ones while he was mm-hmm. here, and then fucking, and then they they still released dropped the them shit. all on us. 
very crazy, and bro. that's why I always say, you know, and and people crucify me for this too because they act like it's something sacrilegious to compare people. It's not. It's not saying that he's the same skill or same guy, mm-hmm. but the closest thing we'll ever see to Tupac Shakur was Pop Smoke. You think so? I fully believe. What about it. Mac Miller? Is is close? Okay. It's close, but Mac didn't have. The streets' ears that same way, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Okay, like, okay, okay. Pac was one of those dudes that you know, wherever he went, he was pretty much good. You know yeah, what I mean? I yeah, mean, he yeah. was born in Harlem, moved to Baltimore, moved to Oakland, so he had different kind of coasts that supported him. Yeah. And I feel like Pop Smoke, even though you know what happened to him, rest in peace, was on in L.A. Mm-hmm. He still had people that fucked with him everywhere. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it was like that. Yeah. So and I mean it was too it's too early. That's that's the sad part. It's too early to tell. Bro. But his albums post his posthumous albums have mm-hmm. been nuts. Yeah. See, nuts. I, I I haven't even went digging on that side. I'm not afraid to admit it. Either. The, the newest the newest <laughs> album Faith is like that, bro. It's good. Go, go listen go to it. it. It's crazy. It starts off like with his mom talking about the origins of his name. Okay. And it's really it's really a beautiful thing. So it's, it's a, a deep good album. Dive into like him. Yeah, but I mean, it's still it's still pop smoke. I mean, he even mm. he has a Dua Lipa um, who, 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 fucking who, who, feature on it. Who Dua Lipa? I don't even know. So who he got a, like a pop song on that shit. Oh yeah. Okay. So he was willing to like push the envelope. You know. Oh what yeah, I mean? he was gonna go. He was yeah. gonna cross over. Absolutely. That's but yeah, up. so I was gonna ask you. So mm-hmm. with your stuff, right? You were saying like Sunday, you did six songs. Yeah. Um, laid them down. Like, so what is that process like? Like, like walk us through. Is it a thing where you're just randomly? Driving in the whip, and you're like, yo, I'm gonna do some music today, or how does that work? And then, what is that recording process like? Okay, so there's a thing I call the artist itch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I'm sure you got it too. We all have it. I believe we're all artists, but the artist itch is when you get that feeling where you have to create something, or your whole day is gonna be off, or mm-hmm. you're gonna just be angry and pin up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so some I play sports too, so sometimes you gotta go to the gym. Sometimes you got to just draw a doodle or some shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to make something. So usually, I think I'm at a point now where, like, the artist is just constant. You know what I'm saying? And usually after, like, uh, I go live some life or whatever, I'll come back and I'll just be inspired. Whereas, like, every beat I hear, I just want to go on. Just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I've gotten to a point over the past 10 years, rapping since I was 13, whatever, 10, 15, 20 years, that I can write a verse in 20 minutes. Like, I can I can write fast as fuck because I really put in the 10,000 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do this. Like, I really practice my structure. Like, you know, so I was into poetry. My cousin was a poet. Rest in peace. Just enjoy. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was fucking with spoken word in college and shit. So, like, the structure, the internal rhyme schemes, everything is, like, put together in this verse. So, I, I like to do a challenge of uh, giving myself 30 minutes to write a song. Write a song in 30 minutes, yeah. And if you can record it in that 30 minutes, then you're even better. So, when I get on these spurts where I make the six songs, it was just pouring out. It's like I'll play the beat, and I'm like, okay, I gotta lay it down, even if it's just a reference. Wrote it, I'm stumbling over words, I'll record it four times. It's real jumbled and shit, but I know where it's at. So, I'll put that there, put the hook in, boom, good. Next one, whoo, load it up, here we go, boom, yeah. boom, boom, knock them out. Six. Now, the next day, I'm riding in the whip and I'm listening to them. And I'm like, okay, mm, with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even if they jumbled and mixed and 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 uh, done sound good. This mm-hmm. is why, like, this is, I, that's why I be trying to find people who can help me with that. Because, like, I have references like a motherfucker. So what I do is I play the references, and whichever one of the references or two or three is hitting, like, oh, that's the joint. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go back and I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And, right. You know what I mean? I'll spend time on it and put love into it. 
Um, so the other day, out of the six, I think I got four. For real. And I'm like, I was about to do them before I got here, but I'm in like a funk, so I can't really get it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You, nothing, uh, nothing forced is ever going to come out great, you know? Yeah. So you definitely have to um, respect that artist itch, you know? Um, I, I did a lot of creative writing growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to write, um, wanted to publish a, a few things. Um, and, and one of the things that you learn is about flow state, you know? Okay, so flow that? state is flow state is what your, it is writer's itch. So okay. when you, you know, when you're in that mode mode where it's like anything you touch the, the pen to the paper to is gold. Yeah. You just feel it. You're yeah. like, yo, yeah. everything I'm writing right now, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. It's like Kobe 81. Yeah. Nobody can fuck with him. We hear that's flow state yeah. right there. Okay. Um. So there are some. There are some like. And I was talking to uh, my guy. Shout out Ace Amin. Ace Amin, uh, battle rapper coming out of Hyattsville, Maryland. But uh, I was talking to him. You know, and he he's traveled all around, done all kinds of stuff, and we were talking about the importance of flow state. Mm-hmm. Um. Just like it's hard to lock in, but when you lock in, nobody can fuck with you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just finding that sweet spot. Of locking in. Yeah, and respecting that, too. is like, if you just don't got it today, you just, you yeah, just can't. You just gotta, gotta don't it. even waste it. You know? And that, that, you know what? To, to add to that, or, like, that's a crazy thing. You just put me on. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to look that up. And I, I love, you know, even off of this, we'll talk more and shit. Yeah. But, like, one of the dreams of, like, being a rap nigga or being a rapper or whatever, rapper, um, was living in the studio, bro. I feel like you could get that to, to that flow state if you living in that bitch and you just in there. Cause like lo- there ain't no windows, you know what I'm saying? It's dark. It's like it's a vibe. You can play stuff. You can smoke. You can get high. You just listen to all kind of different music. You can just create. But like mm-hmm. being that we still local, we in the apartment with it. It's like it's hard to get that flow state going. Where you like, I don't want to be too loud, or like I got work to do. All this kind of shit. Cause like in our apartment, we used to be neighbors and shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and in yeah. our apartment. I can hear my neighbors next door. I exactly. know they can hear me screaming in this mic yeah. four or five times saying the same shit, talking about, fuck these niggas, fuck these hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they can hear that through the wall, so that throws yeah. you off. It's like, I can't be as creative as I want to. I like, that. like, even to experiment, like a thug, would be like, da, 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 da. to experiment, I can't even do that because I'm embarrassed because. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a whole mind me. frame that's involved with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, and, and it's important, and it's crazy that you said sleeping in a studio. And I think I brought this up on a previous podcast. Um, but you know, athletes that that exist too. So Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, right? Yeah. One of the greatest. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, he used to sleep at the practice facility for right. the first three years of his career. He didn't. He slept at the practice facility. Played yeah. PlayStation and would go to practice, do the same thing the next That's day. It. Yeah. And it's just when you're locked in, nobody can tell you shit. Yeah. Nobody can. Um, deter you from what your vision is and Mm -hmm. I feel like there are so many distractions right now and maybe that has a lot to do with why some of the music not all of the music but some of it that's getting put out is very just eh just mid because it's like you're constantly getting knocked out of that flow state always you know what I mean like when you think about screen time and your phone being in your hand in the studio Get that shit out of your hand. Oh Get a God. notepad, bro. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to see right. if a notification pops right. up. You yeah. don't need to, even though you're using a notepad in that shit. No, just write it on paper. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. It's it's I wild. Know, I get okay. Uh, so back in the day with the Born Center joint. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm, uh, I do a lot of research on on hip hop and shit. I love the culture. Um, this man Cole, he said he had a book called The Artist's Way, and this is a gem too. Take notes. He said he had a book called The Artist's Way. Where that's where he started getting back to writing on the on the pad, mm-hmm. which is like a different element, right? 
So you write on the pad, but in the artist way, it says every day when you're trying to find your creativity, wake up and just write three pages. Write it free flow, boom, 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 and don't look at it. Don't even read it. Don't do nothing, and it'll open your mind up. I used to do that. You used to do that shit? I used to do that. When I was in creative writing, I, what I used to do is I used to wake up. I had a, I had a book, and, and another thing I recommend off of what you said, do uh-huh. that. Wake up and do this, but open up your book. I had a book that had no lines in it. Okay. I didn't believe. I told myself, like, lines were constricting. I could sit there and stare at the lines, and it would even that amount could knock me out of my shit, right? Okay. So what I would do is I had a book that had no lines, just regular. It was like drawing. It was technically a drawing book. Yeah. And I would, man, some days I would turn the paper upside down. I would write in a complete circle. Uh-huh. I would write words yeah. in a spiral. Okay. Just literally doing the most, doing the craziest shit, just trying to stay locked in to whatever my thought was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And paying that respect to it, because there ain't no type of watch in the world, no type of no type of car, no type of uh, clothes that you can get that's ever gonna uh, treat you that same way. You know, that's what breads your butter. If you're if you're an artist, like that's yeah, you got to man. or butters your bread rather. Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> butter, breads, breads your, your butter. butter, whatever, whatever. Butter, you know, man, butters man. the biscuits. However you want to say, I like it, my know? butter with my bread. Yeah, yeah. I like my bread with my butter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, that's wild. I didn't yeah. know that J. Cole did that. I like that. Yeah, he did. I like he that. Did that. And it's like, it's just the artistry thing. Like, it's, that's why I say you are an artist because you created writing this shit. I'm sure you can rap. I'm sure you can do all that shit. Nah. <laughs> I tried. If you, can't, if you, you yeah, if you try. Just can't do it. I have tried. If you really try? By my damn self, too. No, Nobody around to be embarrassed. I just can't do no, it. No, that's just, what it is. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say by yourself, you're probably judging yourself too much. I'm possibly, possibly, yeah, but you, you can't know, judge like yourself. every now and then, I'll I'll be in the jeep on the way home, and I I commute like 40 minutes to to home now, and I'll just just fuck around, mm-hmm. just turn on music and just spit dumb shit, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, just because I just love it so much. It ain't, I'm not putting out no mixtape tomorrow. Don't worry, y'all yeah, y'all safe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but just because it's fun, you know, yeah. like music has always been a like a, a kind of. A retreat for me. Yeah, it's the vacation that I always could afford. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. So. No, and I like that because that, that's like that's what I'd be trying to express to like a lot of you know I was managing people and like I fuck with a lot of homies, a lot of rap dudes out here. I fuck with them, mm-hmm. so I try to express that a lot to like the homies. Is like it's your your art. You got to be able to separate your your arti- artistry and your creativity from this the the Instagrams and the marketing and all that shit. Like I I love to just that's why I could do six in a day. I just want to knock them out. And do the music and let somebody else worry about the Instagrams and the marketing and all that shit because your art is like literally a piece of you. It's like you can't help it. Like you need to be able to express that and do what you got to do because that's the artist itch, right? Like some of us have it a little crazier, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Kanye or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you have to be able to do it. It's literally like taking a shit. Like your art, if you're a true artist, this is my this is my opinion. I could consider myself a true artist. The way you said you was writing in circles mm-hmm. and shit, the true artist in you is like that's. It's like taking a shit, but it comes out beautiful. It's like you shit it out a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, because it's that colon cleanse. For you know what you. <laughs> <laughs> pause, my bad, pause. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's that soul cleanse. Yeah. It's that soul cleanse. It bro. really, it is. It's and, a you're dumping it. Sometimes it's toxins. Yeah. Sometimes it's um. Sometimes it's not. It's not negative. It's bad. It, it could be good. Like mm-hmm. it, sometimes. It's the beauty of things, you know. Yeah. That's where that's where you get the pox, dear mamas, and the, you know what I'm saying. Like even on, you just mentioned Kanye. Hey, mama, you know. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you get the beauty of it dumping, yeah. you know, and it's it can be good to uh, just get rid of it. Just yeah. let it go, it's get it out there, put it's it down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like that's why even if 
I mean, I got a lot of shit that people ain't gonna hear. Like, like you yeah. got. I feel like you got to have a catalog of shit that people ain't gonna hear before you can have a catalog of shit that you want people That's to facts. hear. You know what I mean? All these artists, bro. Like, I on some music shit. We're gonna start getting deep. All these artists, bro. They take. They've been taking two years to make these albums and shit. The first year they make one album. The second year they make the album you hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless there's a banger that they keep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a whole creative process that yep. you you have to. Be in there, and you got to keep doing it. And like, that is how you tell the people who are really with it mm-hmm. from the people who are not, yeah, the people yeah. who need more help, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, um, I don't want to use any specific names, mm-hmm. but I will say there are a lot of people who, you know, they might have one crazy single that the internet might have attached themselves to and really felt at a moment, mm-hmm. and they get signed by, let's say, Universal or whoever, right? Mm-hmm. And when they pick this person up, they tell them, okay, we're signing you. And this is a whole this is a whole nother part, and this is real deep in the music stuff, but not only do they sign you to a deal, but they, they give you ramifications. They'll say, like, all right, we need three albums in five years, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you put out, even if you put out a banger for a first album, right? Um, and it takes you 27 years of your life to write that album, to really, f- to, to have that connection with your audience, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to write Nothing two else. more albums in less than three years yeah, now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, especially with touring, with guests appearing, with everything that you got to do, right? Yeah. So, and now you're getting the phone blown up from people all over, like all over the music landscape. Like, yo, I need a verse. Yeah, yep. I gotta keep my yeah, verses. Do I don't that. know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. why you hear about these guys that it's one hit wonders, bro. left and right. And uh, I've 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 spoken to a lot of them, bro. Like, I pull up the shows and I like I find I'm I'm a good backstage nigga. Pause. Uh, fucking sneak my way backstage or talk to whoever. And I've talked to a lot of dudes like that, bro. Yeah. yeah. There's people come out of Carolina like that. They have big. All over the radio songs, and you know them. And, and like, yep. I can still hit them dudes today and be like, What's up, bro? Yep. And they like, uh, You know, my song hit in 2016. I'm chilling. I met a really famous mm-hmm. one one time. I'm talking, a re- he had like four four tracks on, on the radio at mm-hmm. once. And I'll tell you about it off camera. But um, yeah. he was one of the coolest guys I'd ever met. Okay. So much respect for him. But you could, you just knew. You said it was like I four just, of them? Yeah. We, <laughs> I'm no, excited here. Yeah, I'll, 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 okay. I'll tell you. Um, but, and he was, he was one of the coolest, most genuine guys. Um, but you just knew, you just knew that it wasn't, I was like, yeah, his, his next album yeah. might not be, but, but at the end of the day though, I'll always bump his shit because I fuck with him yeah. as an individual, yeah. you know? And so yeah. that to me meant more really, yeah. to be honest, but and I feel you. And there's like, that's like, they, I don't know. Like I, I talked to some people that's in the industry too. They call it microwave music, mm-hmm. a temporary, temporary agency. It's like you got to make something that comes from your soul that sticks, that resonates, man. And then you got to build your fan base and have them fuck with you and then just keep growing from there. Like, yeah. That's that's what I think. But Yeah, I think- and then there's a lot of guys and, and, and women um, that are branded a certain way mm-hmm. to start off and it fails. Mm-hmm. And then they get rebranded As by their sells. label uh-huh. with something more genuine. Uh-huh. And it pops and blows up into this gigantic thing. And a prime example of that is her. Mm-hmm. She was a rebrand, you know? So okay. when you go back and you listen to previously, like at that 17-year-old mark that she was at, the, the, the label was trying to figure out, like, what, how do we, what how do we, we do with it. her? Like, yeah. how do we make her pop? Mm-hmm. And it took her to get to become a woman, to get older, to, to grow into herself, mm-hmm. um, and to have mm-hmm. her own creative input mm-hmm. to be able to really connect. Yeah. Like, it just, it, it you can't fit a square peg in a round hole, you exactly. know what I mean? You yeah. know, so. And I mean, uh, yeah. 
That's I think that's yeah. what it is. It's just you, you know. gotta. But I mean, and it, and it's not that that don't get that wrong. It's like that's not the only way to do it. No, that's no, just like, no. There's yeah. yeah. It's just I feel like with me for the, for what I'm trying to do, you know what I mean? That's what you got to do. Because yeah. I'm I'm cool with honestly, I'm cool with making the same amount of money I make now at my day job off of music and just living the same life I live, just making music. I'm cool with that. It means yeah, I have to I have mean, a big enough following, a fan base, or whatever. I don't have to be out here. I'm not trying to be Drake, man. I'm like I'm not trying to be Drake. I'm not trying to be Cole. I'm trying to be D. I'm trying right. to be like. A real, real nigga. Yeah, yeah. It's important. It's important to uh to kind of like pick your unique lane and what you offer and stick with it, you know. And what I'm doing here is the same same type of thing. It's like whatever this ends up being, it's gonna be because of everybody watching you guys. Um, it's gonna be because of the people sitting with me. And um, shout out to y'all. And we'll just let it be whatever it is. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not putting any limitations on it though. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you that. And that's a big thing too. Is the same way that we have to prepare ourselves, because society says like prepare yourself for failure. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more people that are more scared of success than failure, oh, and that's a whole other hundred percent. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, bro. Like, there's a lot of people I've talked to people, and they're like, "You don't want to compete with such and such, though." Yeah. Like, Why the fuck don't I? Yeah. Like, yeah, no. But that's what I'm competing. What you with. think I yeah. got into this just <laughs> yeah. for like to be mediocre? Dude? Yeah. No, the Kevin Hart. Is, you think this is funny money? <laughs> like for real though. But like, no, like I give you this, bro. It's awesome. In, in the shit, this is like me. You talking right? Yeah. I'm, I know so many artists, bro, that really are afraid to live their fullest potential, bro. They really afraid, and they get mad when you say stuff like that. I got home, home girls, home boys. I'm like, yo, life ain't waiting. You talk all this game. You talk like you when I make it, when I do this, when I do that. But like. You gotta go get it. You yeah. gotta go get it. You gotta go do it, bro. And I've lost a lot of friends because I, I push too hard. I push a lot of niggas very hard. But I've been in circles. I've spoke spoken with legends. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to, to people who are in in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, bro. Like I'm. At, uh, it's just the people. No, I, you gotta. I, hey, listen <laughs> for everybody watching at home. You don't understand, like Damo. I be on. I don't ever miss anything he posts because you don't know what the fuck he's about to post. No, for real. I have seen you on your story post like old videos of you meeting some of the craziest celebrities, like the people that I'm like, what the fuck? Like literally, you could just be eating breakfast and it's an old video of him with Tracy Morgan or something, some yeah, crazy. Yeah, like I don't know yeah. if I've seen that specifically, but just yeah. the most crazy. That's real. Wouldn't think about person pop Bro. up in your shit. <laughs> That's funny. That's because like. I don't know. I'll just I'm blessed, bro. In a way, like some cross paths with people, and I try to get as much game as I can, bro. Yeah. Like that's funny. You said like not Tracy Borg, but I used to work at a comedy club. I used to work. I used to bounce in comedy clubs. So I've talked to a lot of comedians and shit. I've been blessed that way, where they like tell me like mm-hmm. Giannis Papas. I don't know if y'all know him. He told me he's yep. like stop being a bitch and move. In Wilmington, he was like, yo, stop being a bitch. You need to move because I told him the story. I met Rhapsody out here before she popped off. She from Carolina. I met Rap. Talked to her for a while. I be talking to some other big, big people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, it's crazy, bro. I met I met all these people. Night Wonder, fucking, um, what's the name? Kid and Play, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and if you don't know about them, man, they started the whole that whole like that that college slash high school teen party movie era that that kind of happened that was kid and play like they started that they started you know that. that was them kid and play put pock on bro yep i'll tell you i'll tell you a story i was walking with uh with the, wasn't that kid no play um blade brown and shit mm-hmm. i was talking with her, talking with him i said some shit i was like yo like you know it's like a crowd of people and i, I walked up i was like yo 
Like, what you think about Bruno Mars' new shit? He stole shit from NSYNC. He stole sh- He just put NSYNC, y'all, and blah, blah, blah together. He was like, oh, shit, walk with me. So we was, we was walking. Like, he let me all in the back shit. We talking. This nigga, I don't know what they was doing. He was looking for some, some after show shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I was talking to that nigga, and, like, the, the more I keep talking, the more I keep telling him his accomplishments. <laughs> I, like, fanned out. I was drunk. I found out at the end. I was like... Yeah, bro, it's crazy, bro. You the reason I got subs in my car because of Blade Brown. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about yeah. from uh, Class Act yeah. and shit. I was like, yeah. you the reason I got subs in my car. I was like, yeah, you the reason. Y'all the reason I had a box top and shit when I was a kid. Y'all put Pac on. Y'all did this. <laughs> I started you going crazy. Him and he's probably like, wait. It was damn. cool. He was like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then I was like, I was like, nigga, I was like, what was it? And then he's like, he's like, well, what you want from me? And I was like, put me on, bro. <laughs> And I said, what I'm me. saying is, <laughs> put me on, nigga. <laughs> I said all that to say, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, no, I'm no, bro, it, that it's wild. And you know, it's funny because I didn't, I, I mean, I got a sub in the Jeep, uh-huh. and I don't. When I really think about it, I guess maybe Back subliminally, either. you know, it you, you don't know where the influence comes yeah. from. Like we just are the way that we are. Like, yeah. um, and I there's so many things that I do. I feel like that's why I was telling you before recording, like. Timbaland and, and Pharrell are mm-hmm. two of the most influential people ever to me. Yeah. Just because, like, where, you know, Pharrell was mixing all of that that part of, like, the, the white shit, right? So, like, the mm-hmm. skateboard, like, the NERD oh, type yeah, yeah, of vibes. Yeah, yeah. With, like, the, I mean, but then you listen to all the stuff he did with Jay, and it's like, uh-huh. damn, yeah. that's different, you know? Yeah. So, it was cool for me to Push. be able to see people that had, like, kind of dual purpose like just personalities like yeah. every somebody who could be good in any room you know yeah uh, it's that kind of like rick rubin in them what you know about rick rubin bro, bro? what you know about rick rubin hey legendary <laughs> that man be barefoot at the dinner bro, table you, yeah you <laughs> for real it'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah hello how are you feeling bro. but i'll give you this everything pharrell be saying bro came from rick rubin he, it did. Bro. And I'm going to tell you something crazy, bro. So, so, I, like, I think, oh, so I think Mac Miller is who I heard this from. But he said he he was going – it might have been – was it swimming or – Swimming the circles? Yeah. Or uh, – it was. I think it was swimming. It was the first joint. Okay. Because swimming and then he did circles. Circles, yeah. But I think it was swimming. Mm-hmm. He met with Rick Rubin because he had a lot – Rick Rubin yeah. pe- played a huge part in that, mm-hmm. in that whole album. But – um. He said the first time he met him, he was so nervous, you know. So he walks in, they take him in this room, and it's like in his house. And Rick Rubin just comes down the stairs, jumps down on the couch, sits cross-legged, barefoot next to him, and goes, "So Mac, tell me everything." And he's like, "Bro, what?" He's like, "This is Rick. I don't. What the fuck do I say?" But it's crazy because it's like that was that's how creative these dudes were yeah they were on another level yeah you and know? That, yo, i love rick rubin for that reason yes bro. i've done so many documentaries so much research and notes i have notebooks of rick rubin bro that's wild because i want to get to that level you know what I'm i want to get to that level and it's crazy like a lot of the shit you hear from artists bro that's like pharrell the max all that shit comes from that motherfucker yes that motherfucker made jay-z uh, yo 99 problems yep. he was at the start of def jam my g he was at the he was in the dorm room with DJ tables and big speakers and yep. shit. He was the start of fucking Def Jam. And it's like, I feel like people just forget that. Like, yeah, bro. Like, and, the, and, and and this is the thing. This is why the internet is so beautiful, too. Because if you're into it, like, go check this go check out. Shit out. Go bro. watch the video the first time that Rick Rubin played uh, Jay-Z, Fuck With Me, You Know I Got It. 
Okay. And it blew the speakers, bro. <laughs> they had to change the his speakers were ruined. Yeah. They had to change the speakers. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. just crazy to think about. Like, you okay, know? and that's what I'm like, y'all, y'all. If you watch this or whatever, if you, instead of going like Young Thug just dropped, instead of going to watch Young Thug new video or whatever, go do your research. Like yeah. niggas hate when you tell them go do your research, but like, bro, it's funny when you said it's, sometimes it's hard to have a conversation about music because. Sometimes you start like we doing. We start going deeper and deeper, and everybody's just like, "Oh, well, I, you know." But then Drake, and you're like, "Yeah, what'd you think about CLB?" I mean, it was all right. <laughs> it's cool, like Fair right. Trade was cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Travis, but do you know where the Loki samples came from? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know yep. That's the shit I'm trying to talk about. So it's yeah. like, don't, don't, don't be so surface with your shit, especially if you're an artist, bro. Like. Like, I, I'll, I'll talk to homies all the time who's musicians, and they'll be like, oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Stevie Wonder and shit. Well, don't forget that the hip-hop runs the world, bro. So if you know all this Stevie Wonder and all this all this old-school shit that hip-hop derived from, yeah, you should probably know your, if you your ain't history hip, you of hip-hop. you don't hop, bro. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta do your, do your, like, due diligence. If you like somebody, if you really fuck with their music, whether they're a mainstream artist or not, go back and figure out, like, who influenced them, who produces for mm-hmm. them. Like, really get a deep dive and then you're going to find, like, so much other stuff out Yo, there. And I could do you one better. If you want to work with them people, bro, if you want to be on a label or whatever, say you want to work with Pharrell, right? You want to be with Pharrell? Tomorrow. There's, yeah, right? Tomorrow bro, I'm there's there. so many motherfuckers around Pharrell that you can get in contact with. Yeah. That every single motherfucker in the world is DMing Pharrell. Oh, Pharrell, I want to work for you. Go get the, the fucking assistant. Go find who's around that nigga and build a relationship with him. And I guarantee you, you'll end up in the same in in the same spot. Even that, to just have a conversation that could put you into something one bro, day. You know you, what I mean? Like, like people, I don't know where people's brains be at and why they just think so linear. But you got to think outside the box for real. Absolutely, bro. you really got to do this. It's like you got to nav- navigate the game. And then when you get inside of that, there's a whole other layer of bullshit you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So it's just and it's crazy to think because, like you just said, linear, right? Like so, mm-hmm. time is linear, right? Time is this thing that is happening. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, we're not going to stop it. I can't affect time. You can't affect time. Mm-hmm. But we are not linear beings, right? So we are living on a linear platform mm-hmm. as nonlinear beings that are going in and out of it like this mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so because of the way that our mind is structured, because of feelings and emotion and all this, excuse me. So even though we have an expiration date, everyone has an expiration date, essentially, mm-hmm. um, there's still so much or so little that can be accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like where it's not, it's not just, you know, and that's where you get into like the whole success thing and everyone's grind is different type stuff because, you know, not everything is a nine to five, not everything is a destinational type of thing. And you mm-hmm. actually had said that in one of your, um, I think it was one of your, it was one of your videos, but you had said, uh, success, or I think it was success is the journey, not the destination, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, which is, that's everything, yeah. you know, like falling in love with that, the Tom Brady type of mindset, like yeah. enjoy sweating and you'll enjoy being a, an athlete, you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. Um, that's crazy. No, that's, that's, shout out to you, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, that, that mindset, bro. You got to have that, that, that drive and that will and that, that appreciation for what you're actually doing for sure if you love it then they there's nothing can stop you absolutely you know what i mean and that's like i'm old as fuck bro i'm 30 years old and this hip-hop shit bro i'm retired i'm like grandpa shit i feel like i feel like it but i love this shit bro yeah i love it bro and it's like even if like that's what i'm saying i don't have to pop i don't gotta go viral i don't gotta do that shit because i you're gonna see me in the background with 
TDE one day. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see me over here. Like, you be like, yo, that's Domo back there? Like, yeah, homie. And all we and do is talk like this every single day. Yeah, bro. I see it for you. I really do. Yo. It's because it, it, it does. It takes, you know, um, the people who do put in all that work, they come out on top eventually. It might not be it might not be one of them things where like oh I put out a TikTok and I got cool like, like yeah, that's yeah. cool yeah. I, I, I'm not interested in that you know the people come to me and approach me and they're like bro you got to do a TikTok I don't have to do shit yeah. I don't I'm sorry I'm not doing a TikTok yeah. Yeah. that is for like the 16 year and I respect it cool mm. but like like I said we're doing this the way that we do it yeah. and it just will be what it is you know yeah. God willing you want your way bro yeah bro I appreciate it yeah. but like so who do you right now coming up. When you're like, yo, this is, I'm really fucking with this. Like, mm-hmm. give me a couple artists that okay. people can kind of latch on to that are new. Hell yeah. Maybe about to pop or just popping at this level. There's a whole, there's a whole lot of them. So, the, okay. And shout out to these dudes, man. These are, these are the artists I want to be in the conversation with. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, we'll start like what I think is like almost there. I mean, Reason, you know, Reason mm. from TDE. Reason, Reason's one. Um, fucking Chris Patrick. You know he's he's coming up. He's hard. Deontay Hitchcock, mm-hmm. Westside Boogie about to go Ooh. crazy. Boogie about to go wild, bro. I met that nigga in our building, bro, at the Seven Eleven. He's he was doing a show like uh, oh, three four? three four years ago. Yeah. Damn, we was in there. My brother my brother came for four twenty festivals. Like yo, that's Boogie. <laughs> I was like who? He's like that's Boogie. Remember? <laughs> and that's when he did that video where he like he had got shot. He's like I need to be more careful. <laughs> bro, I got so many stories from that Seven Eleven. That's funny. Yeah, but so I met the, uh, that nigga Boogie. Uh, Deontay Hitchcock, Chris Patrick, fucking Reason. There's a dude named Paris Price from out here. He's hard. He's cool. He's just, you know, he cool. Um, who else is coming up? I mean, just the lyricism dudes, man. The dudes like that. There's there's a dude named uh, Wade Brown. This is Wade, I guess, on uh, Instagram. I fuck with him heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people, the Pluggy Two Dope, Clumsy with a with a, a V instead of a a U. Um, there's just uh, who else? Who else? I'm trying to think. There's like uh, yo, you put me on right now. I've only yeah. heard of a couple of these. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll send them to you, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I really, really like fuck with these kind of people, bro. Um, yeah, the, the, and I want to be in that conversation with them dudes who are just. I they saw you up. was at that Ray Vaughn show. Yeah, you seen that, right? Bro. Yeah. It's Zay, so funny. Ray it Vaughn. is so funny <laughs> that, that you was at that show, bro, because he had just dropped peer pressure like uh-huh. a week before or two weeks before, something like that. Yeah. And I had started bumping it, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck. I don't even know how I found it. Okay. I, it just popped up, and I'm like, yo, I'm fucking with this immediately. Okay. okay. And it's like a little three-pack. It's called Peer Pressure by Ray Vaughn. you got to check this it's out. super dope. But- as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Who the hell is he?" It sounds like some TDE shit, and okay. then and then I obviously do the due diligence and I go and go back and search it, and this was like his intro to TDE type. You know, he dropped a little welcoming, uh-huh. you know, him well, in type EP. joint. Yeah, 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 bro, that was nuts. Bro. Him and Saba, I've been fucking with Saba. Saba hard. I'll tell you about this after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> bro, that was. So, yeah. I was so mad when I seen that because I was at work. I was at my day, you know, and you know it it pay it gets the chickens right, you know, yeah. it pays the bills. But yeah. bro, there are so many shows that I'll be missing. And when yeah. I seen you, was there, I was like, fuck, <laughs> that would have been so fun to go oh, to with him, bro. Okay, you do you ever heard of Van Buren? I feel I like said, I have, bro. It's like a new Wu Tang, bro. It's like ten really? of them, ten of them. Niggas, shout out Van Buren. Yeah, it's like ten of them niggas, and oh, they word. all rap, and they're gonna be here October thirtieth, October 29th, the thirtieth. They're gonna be at Songbird. So like, see if we can. 
you can get on that. We'll we'll roll out there. Yeah, for real. they yeah. are, bro. I'm going to see Larry June, uh, November first. For real? Yeah. Where's that at? Fillmore. Fillmore? How much? Yeah, me and my boy Henry. I think it's like forty bucks. Like forty dollars, yeah, nigga. I'm sorry. Grab I'll, one. I'll, I'll grab a you. grab a general admission joint and just slide through with us. That'd be crazy. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Larry June, because that's right across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry that's the one like, thing I miss about being in downtown Silver Springs. Right there. Is that. It was right. It was right, right there. Right in the I saw of Mac Miller there. Did and you? you know, this is the crazy thing is so so Mac Miller, rest in peace. And I always talk about him because he's one of them people. So, you know, my wife is from South Africa. Okay. So she only certain parts of US culture, you know, makes it over there and it's weird what makes it. It's not ever like something you can predict. Like sometimes it's a really big thing, okay. but sometimes it's a tiny thing that will that people will latch on to there, right? Yeah. So she had been fucking with Mac Miller. And so, you know, she was here as an au pair and everything. And she's like, yo, I really want to go see him. So I surprised her with tickets to go. Just Shit. the two of us, okay. right? Okay. And it was on the Divine Feminine Tour. And for me, I didn't fuck with Mac Miller. I'm not going to uh, lie to you. Yeah. I, I, some of his stuff was too, it was, it was kind of too backpacky for yeah, me. Like, yeah, yeah. And I fuck with it. I knew he was talented, but it just wasn't my style, right? Because okay. okay. like you're talking, to, I listen to a lot of DMX, bro. Like yeah. slipping is my shit. Okay. <laughs> um. So it just didn't, it just felt just different, you know? So Mac really opened my eyes, bro. We went to that show and he opened that shit up with uh, Cinderella, which he has a feature on there from Ty Ty Dolla. And bro, he came out and it was something about his aura. When he, as soon as he spoke into the mic, I'm like, oh, he's like that. Yeah, he's like that. So then, you know, we watched the show. It was crazy, bro. The whole show was nuts. It was really good. I almost got into a fight at that show. Oh, yeah? It was, it was wild. Um, and then leave there, and immediately I'm like, I gotta listen to everything he yo, put out, bro. Yo, Mac is and hard, I just bro. went on the deepest dive. Like okay. I'm talking, just straight up listening to it all. Like so, watch you, so you know verses. You know, you know, um, the world, the world is near. End of the world is near. Or something. No, that's uh, that's it was Absol and Mac Miller got a song. And he said, I'm, I'm Santana's bandana against me. You don't stand a chance. Any man is standing between me and my phantom plans. I'm going to go bananas and blame him into the ambulance. That's Bro, what Max said. Yeah, oh, he's right. like that. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know his verses. I don't. <laughs> I, and, that, and I'm really bad at memorizing verses. Uh-huh. But the, some of them just stick with you. Yeah. You know, like, but he's like that. Yeah. He is almost all of his music. And I didn't know that he was that, like, loved. When you think about um, his double XL, like, the you know how they do the the freshman class mm-hmm. yo his class was nuts do you know who was in that class mm, who was it Kendrick so that's 2011 class I think so yeah, it was Cole. it was Kendrick Cole bro uh-huh. it was everybody yeah. I mean, everybody he fit perfect, though. yeah but it's yeah. like and it's weird because you see him sitting around talking and stuff um and like people really loved him mm-hmm. like yeah. they might not he might not I'm have one been of, in, man I'm one yeah of them, I, I, I like, do now I do, I had I just had no clue yeah. like Nipsey Hustle really I was fucked on with Nip him, too. You know? I was, I was I, on Nip see? early I was like the Crenshaw shit bro yeah I was but, like all of them bro Mac when when it, when TDE was dropping like before Cole and shit mm-hmm. the mixtapes the setbacks and the fucking uh, Kendrick Lamar EP and all that shit I, first time I heard section eighty no that was before. No, I was on the before section. Before that? Yeah. Jesus. So Way before. So, fucking, I found Mac Miller, bro. The reason I fuck with Mac Miller, I used to, like, he had a song called Another Night Alone. Mm. And in that, he said, he's like, I put on J. Cole's warm-up and let it play. Now, this is Cole mixtape. I mean, Cole, mixtape Cole. This is, like, warm-up. 
Yeah, come yeah, up. yeah. No, this and ain't, he, yeah. And he referenced mm-hmm. Mixtape Cole. And I was like, dang, I fuck with this little white dude. I fuck with him, <laughs> dog. He know, he know Cole. Yeah. He know Mixtape Cole. Yeah. Makes you know, Mac just do, 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 do. And I was listening to Faces today. And uh-huh. he, he had sat in there. He was talking, he was talking in one of the songs about his mom. And I don't remember the track, but he was saying, you know, he went, he, you know, he's basically saying, like she took me to the barber shop because I wanted the braids. You know, I really yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really like, love that spring woman wheel because she didn't say, "Yeah, the spree wheel." Yeah, <laughs> hey. and, and she's like uh, driving through the hood with the windows unlocked yeah. <laughs> with a six year old in the car. Yo, it's just like yo. that's how I felt, bro. Mm-hmm. And I had no clue that this guy and me had so much so in common. common. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. No, that's what's this up. Is Hell nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But it's crazy. And rest in peace. I wish he was here for longer, you know, but I basically got to see him on his last like full tour that he completed, yeah, you know, which yeah, was because yeah. then the next album was he had started it and then he passed, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah. Which is, um, in my opinion, is all part of his artistry, too. It it, it really it's just mm-hmm. like you listen to brand name, which was all over CNN, the lyrics of it and it's everything. 27 but, Club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he it's part of the, the bug that he was bitten by, yeah. like that addiction kind of web. You get caught in it and it. Fucking phenom, man. Yeah. Fucking phenom. Yeah. Um, but that's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I fuck, I fuck yeah. with that shit. Oh, uh, wait. You think that shit's still recording? Yeah, that was yeah, it's it's cool. still recording. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I got a little mental uh a mental a clock, clock up, up here. We're getting close though. We're getting okay, close. Okay. So before we jump off here though, let's see here. Um I wanted to I wanted to kinda get a little bit more in terms of the specific sound. So if you got to, you know, we talked about some of these, you know, these artists and I had brought out some old albums that I had found. Mm-hmm. Um, give me like three quick, like, yo, the, these were some albums that really affected me. I know you said like all eyes on me, you mm-hmm. know, you could rap mm-hmm. every lyric, but give me like one or two more if you got them. That uh, influenced me? Yeah, that you were just like, yo, Fuck, that was me. the one. Man, albums. That's why I, I listen to albums, bro. I Me come too. from I come from the time, yeah, right, yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. I come from the time where you like we get in a room like this, turn off all the lights, everybody get a blunt, and you play an album start to finish. Bro. Facts, bro. Like you watching TV, bro. So like albums, of course, all eyes on me. That shit's hard. Man, it's hard. It's hard to even to pull an album. I mean, reasonable doubt. That's something I listen to all the mm. time, just because that's when I gotta get on my on my shit. Um, but like that one's a good one. I like pretty much any album that's the first, the debut album of anybody. It, it's so, it's, there is a very special connection there, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say like a good three, and it's so interchangeable because there's so many that I always really fucked with, but I would say like It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Okay. Um, the Black Album. Okay. That was one that just took off for me for some reason. And maybe a third one would be... Maybe, maybe the massacre by by Fifty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was okay, that was okay. one of the ones where it was like, even the story of like how you know the artwork. You know, mm-hmm. he, they had the the black drawing on him. If you go back and look, it's kind of funny. Like he he got really fat, and uh, <laughs> it's true he got really fat. And people thought that because you know Fifty was always like chiseled. You know, mm-hmm. and the label came to him and was like, bro, you can't be shirtless on this album. Like you're you got fat like mm-hmm. so they literally drew <laughs> they drew that he was shit like y'all it? want me to be like like I'm in shape and shit so they mm-hmm. ended up drawing on all of his abs and the musculature oh, and all yeah, that yeah. and um he had the black gloves on and the hat and everything mm-hmm. and they was like that's kind of cold let's keep it yeah. and they kept it oh yeah, hell yeah but yeah just so those three albums I think were massacre dark and hell is hot and which one the black album the black album okay yeah no nah, I rock that with Lucifer it. shit was whoa. 
That's even Whoa, that beat went crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. But, like, okay, that, yeah. Lucifer, son of the morning. So, I, I'll go, I'll say All Eyes on Me, fucking Reasonable Doubt, and goddamn, um, Me Against the World. That's Tupac's True. joint. Yeah, oh, right? absolutely. Tupac's joint. But, right? also, joints. you know. And, and I have brought these. A Quimini. You can say Quimini, yeah, man. Uh, I, I'll add a Quimini. It's too many. A Quimini really is like. Way too many. Yeah. I, I think I got an old copy of one. Let me see. Where's that Pharrell joint out? Do you see it? Oh, it's all the way at the bottom. All the way at the bottom? Yeah. It's somewhere. I just want to show the people. You got it. Go. Every now and then you go back and you find these albums that just pop up. I bought this album like six times. So uh-huh. this is. Yeah. This is In My Head by Pharrell right here. Mm-hmm. This shit. Or in my mind, rather, in my mind, this shit was wild. Okay, I don't know what it was. It was like even when you listen, just it was so experimental. Like the, the raspy okay. was nuts. Like okay. that dun 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 dun. It almost sounded like a dig. car horn or something look. in the background. Okay, but bro, see? yeah, that's the one. I don't know what it was for me, but it was just it put me in a trance, man. Can I have it like that. Yeah, you said raspy. Yeah. Okay. I need to check it. I need to check it out. Yeah, that was, for some reason, that was one of them albums that I just always had playing in the background. Yeah? Yeah. But, like, okay, so this is, but this ain't in your, in your top three, though. See, like, that's what, like, That I put that in a different space, just because I just can't, I'll always love that one. Yeah. You know, like, that and Born Center, for me, those two, there's a special connection where I just can't even, I don't even put those comparisons. Those are on another level. And I mean, I'll give you that, like, so, if we, if we got time. Yeah. I'll run through some of the ones like that. So, like, All Eyes on Me, of course, is staples or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you got uh, Born Center, Silent Stories, another one. Uh, um, Mac Miller, the shit. Mac, Mac, like, all Macadelic, all them shits. Mac yeah. Miller's is big. Um, that shit Nipsey's had loud tapes, on it. bro. Nipsey's tapes. Nipsey, Nip only had one album. But the tapes, like, all them Shout tapes. out Teddy Walton. Oh, I mean, well, he had more than one album, didn't he? Oh, he Victory had- Lap was the first album. I think it was his first, yeah, legit album. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, um, Crenshaw, like you said, Crenshaw mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah. The uh, Mailbox Money is hard. Yep. I, I stay bumping them kind of shits. Even then, you talking about Rick Ross, fucking Mastermind, hard. Mastermind's a good one. The summertime, that Cutlass, bro. <laughs> yeah, what was the one, the Sade, if you were mine? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a, a crazy that, track. That, that was a Rick, Rick Ross joint? That was a, that was a, um, a Nip. Okay, Nip okay, okay, okay. Shit, I need to look at that then. I need. I don't I need know to the name back. of the track that, but it was. She yeah. said he he sampled the. If you were yo, mine. that was wild. Oh, what, what you can go even different? Fucking Meek Mill, bro. Dreams, Dream Chasers. Mm. That whole shit, bro. Tony Story, all them shits. Like, bro, I like Fifty Six Nights. If we go mixtape, like, it's so many influential it joints, really is. bro. Like, it really is. It's so Dirty many. Sprite too for me. Yeah, Dirty you know, Sprite. Just, was hard. I just put that in a different. And just like, where I was at mentally at that time too. I was on yeah. some. Wild, shit. wild shit. <laughs> Thug, fucking uh, the barter, barter six. What is it? Barter six, Carter six. Fucking thug. That one, the the one with Harimbe on it with Wyclef. Um, Liger. Liger. Which one was that? He one? has a song called Liger. Liger. Okay, okay. Shit. That was that era with Thug was nuts. Yeah, Thug. When he did that, uh, well, he had like he had like the the Asian hat and like a dress on. There's a white had white left John on it, yeah. Yeah, bro, that album, that's that My came money after. go longer yeah. than the NASCAR <laughs> race. Who the fuck says that, bro? Nigga, after that, that album, every time, look, I'm always going through something. I'm going through something right now, right? Every time I'm going through something, Thug drop, like, right on point. Right? Right on right. point, bro. So, like, 
That that one came after some big shit that happened in my life. He got a track, I'll tell one day. bro. He got a track with Rowdy Rebel on the new shit on the Slime Life, the the newest Slime Life that he dropped this year. Yeah, uh, it's called Came and Saw. I can turn that shit on, and I swear to you, if I'm in the gym, I feel like I lift every weight in that. Bitch. <laughs> it hey, is like that. Hey, it's good. It came and saw. Yeah, yeah, you bro, gotta we, check we, that. Out. I wish I had my notebook. I wish I was writing. No, I'll send them to you. I'll send, don't even yeah. worry about. It. I'll send them. Because I gotta send you all these new artists. I gotta send you. Uh, who else did we say? All kind of shit. I'm just gonna keep this yeah, going, bro. bro. Yeah. So, haters don't hustle. Haters you know, do hustle. your research. I hope that was something today that you guys could really take from the conversation. Because honestly, all this is is just. You being in a room with two people, you know, and so with everybody, I feel like they have something, some, some bit of gem that they can drop for us. And and Damo clearly doing his research, hey. you know, <laughs> clearly being involved with it. You got to be in love with this stuff to really make it. You know, you can anybody can be just a part of something, but if you want to be in it and you want it to matter, you know, you fall back saying? in love with what you do. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh yeah, yeah. So make your impact, man. Make your impact. Um. There's room for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, Money. There's enough food for everybody on the, to, to eat at the table. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly, bro. Yeah. And so shout out to shout out to this man Jake, man. Tap in with this guy, man. Yeah. He's like, yeah. We. I think we got something coming too. I don't know. We're going. We're going to work some stuff out because definitely want to work with you. Definitely want to get yeah. some more going. Hell yeah. And uh, got some crazy ideas. So, you know, uh, if you're watching this at home, I appreciate you. Give this this video a like, comment, subscribe, share, whatever you do. Uh, send it to your people. Send it to people who can benefit from a conversation like this, and let's just spread the love. You know what I mean. Also, go go uh, hit my boy up hey. on Instagram. Drop your socials real quick for us. Yo, it's your boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one more time for your mind. It's your boy. I'm a it's your boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We didn't even get into all that. Like yeah. I used to work the radio, all that kind yeah. of stuff, man. Whoa, there's gonna be a part two. Oh, we come. You coming back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so follow me on uh, Instagram. It's a n d a m o i i. A N D A M O I I. That's Andamo I I. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And on uh, all platforms, it's this right here. Ampersand Amo, um, which is spelled Andamo. Just like that, man. Just like that. All right, man. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate Thanks for showing us some love. And, you know, tune back in with us for the next one. Peace.